2: Oh, oh! Winter is a coominin', really is. Winter has dusted its frail fingers uh, across the boughs of the year, mm. and uh, the the correct realm is no different. Jack Frost, um, who actually is, he only lives four doors down, uh, he's been up and about like like a, like the proverbial lark hasn't he, Robin? Yes. Very poetic turn of phrase at the start there. What was it? Windows, w- winter's fingers are wrestling with your... Windows. Windows. Windows, winter's fingers. <laughs> Win- w- sorry, let me remember. It was windows, winter's fingers have, have dusted something um, across the bowels of the year.
3: Mm, yes, I think that's very good.
2: Yeah. And also, speaking of windows and winter, uh, I've just just put the winter windows in. Oh, great! Slightly thicker glass. Yeah, and they've got that like uh, frosted effect, you know, round the corners, so it makes it look like snow's built up. And it's actually quite when when you look outside, everything's sort of sepia and seems like a very long time ago. Yes, kind like of nostalgic vibe going on with those winter windows. But I mean, the correct realm is often in sepia. Mm. Uh, not today; it's in full Technicolor. Um, but doing our best to get a sepia tone. And obviously the lamplighters come out at this time of year. This time of year? Yeah, this time of year uh, the lamplighters uh, come out. Uh, no real need for them because I think they're most of them are electric now, but um, they like to just sort of check them out. Yeah, they just have their long kind of
3: lamplighting sticks and they just sort of tap the lamps and go, yep.
2: Yeah, uh, they do change the odd bulb if needs be. They, really, they do, don't they? Uh, they do how's how are the fingers of windows winter dusting you really good
3: yeah pretty 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 solid it's been a 's been a nice week nice week in pubs a nice pub in weeks oh tell me more. I did a gig at King's place on Saturday with my friend yes you did indeed David Stith, d m Stith, which was really good fun with one uh, johnny JR in attendance yes, thanks for coming it went really well. Check out DM Stith's stuff, because it's very good. Yeah, really, really good stuff. Uh, Afterwards, so it's an interesting thing. Afterwards, we sort of tried to find a pub, but ended up just going to Beer and Burger, as it was basically the best option for, like, good pints. So, you know, because they've got really good stuff on draft there. Enthral me. <laughs> you know, they've got, they had Keller Pills, they had Northern Monk, really good beers. Oh, that is good. But they, an amazing kind of craft beer can selection and stuff. But the, the only downside, I guess, is that you're just, basic, you're just basically drinking in a burger restaurant. Do they mind that? No, it's fine. I mean, it's called Beer and Burger, you know. Yeah. So it got me thinking, like, I wonder if anyone else has sort of, what what's the kind of, have you had to sort of make do in a pub? Do you know what I mean? And ended up just having a, a pint in an Indian restaurant.
2: Yes, what's the sort of least pub-like place you've been for draft yes. beer? Yes, yeah. Yes. I like that, uh, if, you, if you've if you got any of those. Beer and burger also do very good takeaway, don't they? They've got good sort of bottle selection.
3: Yeah, it's good. It's good fun.
2: Did you have a burger? No, just beer. No, just beer. But that's fine. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um. Yes, uh, but I think that's it. The extent of the pubs I've been in, to be honest, is just that. I've
2: been uh, in two pubs this week. Ooh, tell. Well, I went to. I'm not gonna. It's. I'm not being mean, but whenever, um, the producer of uh, the show I do with Ellis, producer Dave, right. Whenever he's in charge of <laughs> where to meet, okay. He will just pick the sort of the easiest option which i understand are we talking your, your green kings you you are sort of talking your green kings you're just talking your big central pub that's near the place we're going right and and i that's what i admire about him he's not <laughs> he's not agonizing over google reviews right he's He's not checking all of the photos online to see if he, there's one of the bar, so he can make out what's on draft. He's he's typed the word pub into Google Maps and said this is the closest one. Yes, yeah. because he's not insane, <laughs> right? So we uh, were going to a uh, like a Radio Awards night and um, went to the Wellington Hotel, which is right by Waterloo. It's a big pub, familiar with anyone who's sort of driven um, driven through that area, and it's. You know, perfectly nice, sort of cavernous pub that smells of tartar sauce and vinegar and batter, <laughs>
3: yeah
2: I mean, was it a Young's uh
3: because mm. I went to a young's pub i mean i don't I don't want to slag places off or anything, and Young's pubs are really good in some ways, but I went in it and it just smelled of fish and chips just as soon as you go in it just smells of fish and chips. It's fine,
2: sorry, well, I don't think you can oh it's a Fuller's pub, the Wellington hotel, okay. And um, the staff are really nice. The food is actually really good, sort of just, you know, it's pub grub and the football was on. Mm. um, And they've got nice drinks. But it does, I I just think if you're serving lots of chip-based meals in the evening, regardless of who owns the pub, it's going to smell like condiments. You're
3: going to get vinegar in the air.
2: And I like vinegar. My (laughs) My dad used to have a theory that vinegar, the
3: smell of vinegar made beer go flat. Just vinegar in the air.
2: Make oh beer really? Go flat. Yeah. Like the molecules somehow interacted with the beer. Yeah, vinegar molecules. The vinegar strokes. <coughs> what it's are some... vinegar strokes? I, don't I think it's something. It. I think it's something rude from Fizz. Is it really? Yeah. Oh well, well let's not dwell on that then. <laughs> you googling it. Uh, yeah. It's from Rogers Profanatorus. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure I'll read the definition. Right? Why vinegar? Uh, so, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I think it's because the the look on the look on the um, proponent's face is like they've just downed two shots of vinegar. So there you go. Lovely stuff. What a what a terrible atmosphere that's created. Yeah. <laughs> Like, anyway, like
3: vinegar in a pub
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, So, but we only stayed there for a couple of drinks and some food which was nice um, then I went to the um, the Bull and Last uh, just off the Heath it's a, a very very nice pub um, but as uh, as I think I mentioned to you Robin and I may have mentioned in an episode of the main podcast to come out in the future a yapping dog did sort of ru- ruin the experience somewhat ah. Yeah. Uh, but people will bring their dogs to yap whilst others are eating and meeting up with friends. Mm. But it's a gorgeous corner pub um, just by Highgate Ponds. Oh, great. Um, yeah, just, just overlooking uh, Hampstead Heath. It's yeah, really, really, really nice place. And the food was extraordinarily good. That's nice. So that's my week in pubs. Have you been sighing at all? I didn't hear any sighs today. I kind of thought, I I, I sighed in my own thoughts, you know.
3: Uh, But the postman heard it. I think it was Bluetooth or or something. And, uh, you know, he picked up the sigh because when I went downstairs, he had the mist mail for me. Um, So, yes, had some lovely mists in. Thanks for writing in, everyone. Please email john at moonunderpod.com if you want to write in. Uh, We've had a lovely one in here from Charlie, and this is to do with the uh, Rhys Hughgill's episode which came out this week, uh, where he chose John Smith's Magnet. Charlie says, following on from Rhys Hughgill's episode, which came out this week, where he chose John Smith's Magnet, I thought you'd like to know, it appears in the song sang by Sheffield United Games at Bramall Lane, the Greasy Chip Butty song. Oh, it's no, you'll never walk alone. To be sure, but it's a song dripping in nostalgia, sang to the tune of John Denver's Annie song. And I, this is this is really good. Receiving this because our friend Mike used to sing this at university. Did he? Because yeah, because he he's, he's a Sheffield United fan. It's. I'm not going to sing it. You fill up my senses like a gallon of magnet, like a packet of woodbines, like a good pinch of snuff. Like a night out in Sheffield, like a greasy chip butty, like Sheffield United, come fill me again. Oh. <laughs> Which you can imagine to the tune there. But Mike used to always sing that. Like a greasy chip butty. Yes. So oh, nice. That's great. So thanks for, for writing that in. So there you go. A gallon of magnet makes an appearance in that song. Thanks, Charlie. He says, a banger, I'm sure you'd agree. <laughs> um. We've got a nice mist in here from Caroline. Uh, and this is a lovely mist actually here. Uh, Caroline says, Hi John, I'm sure others will send this to you, but just listen to the weekend Pubs. And he mentioned finding a pub with low alcohol beer on draft. I'm a massive fan of the pub in general, what it means to people, how it makes you feel, the big arms it can wrap around you, the historical events that can take place in them, my very own birth was announced on the dartboard scoreboard in my grandparents' pub, the Barley Mow in Brighton. Oh, that's some, so nice. <laughs> some 20-odd years ago in 1980, she says. <laughs> like it. That's good. Uh, <laughs> the love you can have for a place and a vibe is something a pub can give you very easily and unconditionally. That's why I love to see non-alcoholic options becoming more widespread. It's nice to have the pub vibe without the ill effects a night on the ales sometimes brings... And the pressure and anxiety it can bring to people when they make this choice. Pubs are for all. I think this map may help. It may also lead to a lovely rabbit hole of looking up pubs in your travelable area, plus Edinburgh and Oxford doubt. Beer House in Brighton is a good shout if they still have it on draft. So she's actually, Caroline's actually made a Google map with pubs on it that have non-alcoholic beer on draft. So we're going to post that on the Moon Underwater Social Club, so you can have a look. And she says the map is from at low alcohol pubs. Super. Um, let's have a look at it. That's fantastic. And the lovely, I love the little icons that uh, that are on this pub as well.
2: Yeah, That's fantastic. And also, uh, thank you so much to the people who um, recommended uh, AF Beer Club on Twitter. Mm. Uh, mm. A guy Robin there, no doubt a lovely Robin. They have. If you look at their link tree, they do a subscription for alcohol-free beer, but they also have a map of alcohol-free uh, beers on tap in pubs. Uh, it may, it may is the, could this be the same map? Uh, this is what well, This one's from
3: low alcohol pubs at low alcohol pubs. So it might be different.
2: Well, this uses the little icons. So uh, I'm just looking at. Uh, well, let's not look at London, because we always look at London. Oh, yeah, it is the same one, AF Beer Pub Map, because that is at Low Alcohol Pubs, yeah. Oh, right. Followed by Pete Brown, which is a good sign. Is it followed by me? Because I follow I follow um, Robin from AF Beer Club. That's a
3: fantastic idea. Yeah, we'll share that, and we'll retweet them as well, because that's such a good idea.
2: Yeah, so um, the Jericho Tavern had Lucky Saint in mid-October. The Jam Factory had Lucky Saint in May 2022, so they sort of update it as they go to these places. It's dynamic. It's
3: dynamic. It's a dynamic data visualisation.
2: But also, what's it called, that stuff? Big? Is it big data when people sort of just update stuff and it just works better than... And I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's, like, it's a lovely thought, but yeah, that's a really, really useful um, resource. I think that's fantastic, and I'm going to go on an alcohol-free beer pub crawl uh, with a friend of mine, and that's gonna that's gonna help us to go on a little crawl in London. Yes, yes, let's do it.
3: We've got another mist in here from Patrick. Again, this is about alcohol-free beer. Uh, hi, John and Robin. I heard your query about non-alcoholic draft beer. It is one that I too have grappled with. While I am a big fan of Rothaus Tannen alcohol-free at home, check it out. I really like Rothaus I've, um, on draft, uh, but I've never seen the um, non-alcoholic uh, bottles. I uh, will check them out. But I don't find nursing a bottle or can of alcohol-free at the pub that appealing. There's just something about a draft pint. So you'll be pleased to know about the Lucky Saint draft beer finder. Ah. Hope it serves you well and you find a spot for your upcoming session. So there we go. We're just talking about Lucky Saint. But um, we'll post this link as well. It's luckysaint.co forward slash pages forward slash pages find hyphen lucky hyphen saint hyphen on draft <laughs> on hyphen draft let's post the link rather than me reading it out feels like i'm in the the 90s reading at a website
2: i i had a lucky saint at your gig at king's place yeah on draft or a bottle uh, on draft oh great very pleasant that's very very nice
3: yes we'll post the link to that as well so that this is a place where you can find lucky saint on draft what does it
2: taste like then is it uh, it's very lagery but not but it it's not too sweet like some uh are. Mm. and it I I'm sort of uh using non-alcoholic beer for quite a specific purpose at the minute. So um what I'll do is if I uh, really want a drink but uh don't want really want to drink, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh I will just down a, a Like a pint of uh, Guinness Zero or a bottle of the fantastic Brooklyn Lager special effects. Mm. However, this pint of Lucky Saint, because I was taking it into a gig, I was nursing it, and it was actually really nice. Mm. Sort of sip throughout the show. That's nice. And uh, yeah, very pleasant. I have to say, touch more expensive than I was expecting, considering it's alcohol free. Mm. It was five pounds forty for a pint. But then I guess, you know, the same costs are involved with getting it everywhere and I'm I'm used to non-alcoholic beer being cheaper, but it actually it probably isn't even in supermarkets now. Yeah. Probably m- may even be more expensive to make. What am I t- Who knows what I'm talking about. Well, I'm going to get on getting on the erdingers again, the alcohol-free ones. They're so nice. Oh
3: yeah. Erdinger alcohol-free beer. Yeah.
2: Well, I've just put in an order from Dry Drinker, uh which I'm looking forward to unboxing. Good. So we're looking towards Christmas now, Robin. Mm. What have, you, have you got any Christmas pub plans? The pubs of Christmas. Um,
3: I'm going to be spending it in Bristol, so I do want to head down to the Annex again. Someone tweeted in, uh, <laughs> they tweeted Guess the Pub to me, and I replied within a minute saying it was the Annex, which was probably a bit overeager. Um, uh, but yeah, I I would like to pop into
2: the annex again in Bristol and to visit the new King's Head as well. Oh, yes. Because that's just opened. Didn't you at one point have a plan to go to 40 pubs in December for your 40th birthday? Yeah, I think that's not a very good idea, really, (laughs) isn't it?
3: (laughs) But, um, I've I've never really, I haven't really ever celebrated my
2: 40th because it was in the middle of the first one of the first lockdowns why don't we do 40 pubs in a day yeah okay i mean it's possible but you'd have to run and all that sort of stuff
3: but that's quite a good thing to i mean i'm not maybe, but maybe not go in them but just
2: for a walk across london that could be quite fun to sort of you you basically walk until you've seen 40 pubs yeah that's a good idea
3: but they could be all nice historic ones yeah and maybe like maybe you could go in like one or two but it's, walking London is great. I mean, sorry, it's gone back to London again. But my friend Dave, well, David Stith, who we were talking about, I was playing with, he stayed with me the other night, and he walked from Forest Hill to Euston.
2: What? Yeah. <laughs> but walking London's great, man. Yeah. I mean, I bet it didn't get particularly... Historically interesting for the first couple of hours. Well, you're just slagging off South London now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, i I'm am I'm, lived in South London. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think doing some of those big walks is, is great. I quite like the idea of just picking a place and just walking until you've seen 40 pubs mm. and seeing where that takes you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could do that in any... In, well, in most cities. yeah. It's the 40-pub walk. You don't have to go in any of them. You can just imagine what it's like inside. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to have it ruined by dogs. No. The imagination. What about you, Christmas? Talk me through it. Well, Christmas has never really been a pubby time for me, because my family aren't pubby people. There aren't any pubs that near where my folks live. So it's it's probably going to be publess and Bible black. Right. I would say. But at the minute, I'm sanulus cannulus.
3: Yeah, sure. But we've talked about Christmas being quite a difficult time to be not drinking. So how are you going to navigate it?
2: Well, I don't, I don't have, I, I just, I think this is perhaps quite depressing, but I don't really have that many things to Christmas for me starts on Christmas Eve and ends on the evening of Christmas Day. (laughs) I I mean, because I live on my own, there's not really much to get involved with. Yeah. So you sort of notice it's Christmas when you're outside of your house. Yeah. Because it's hard to get into the Christmas spirit on your own, I think. So I, like, heard a Christmas song in the supermarket for the first time the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah, Christ, it's Christmas. (laughs)
3: Yeah. It reminds me of my friend... um, Guy I knew, uh, who who was uh, like was like a roadie. He um he said the thing you notice when you're self-employed is when it's a bank holiday you go, what the fuck's going on? Like that, <laughs> like that's
2: the only difference,
3: really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this sense of like, why has
2: everyone gone mad for on on this weird like Sunday? I get that with half term. Yeah. When I go to the train station, I'm like, what on earth are all these people? Ah, right, mm-hmm. yeah, it's half term. Um, so, I mean, I'm doing some Christmas gigs, doing a oh, run nice. of Christmas gigs uh, for a friend of mine who who runs nice gigs. Um, but again, that's not like a, it's Christmassy, but it's not, I'm not the one having the Christmas night out. Right. I, I I guess I am in some ways a part of the Christmas night out.
3: Sounds like you need to be visited by a few ghosts, my friend.
2: Well, I think I will be visited by a few ghosts. Um but I'm, I'm looking forward to... I'll tell you what is going to be quite nice, is if I stay sanulus-cannulus through December, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have quite a few under the belt when it gets to dry January.
3: Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do dry January for sure.
2: Yeah, so who knows? I'm sleeping so much better. Oh really? Oh, God. I cannot tell you. And things are better in the kind of digestion department. Better in the digestion department, better in the mental digestion department. <laughs> mental digestion? Yeah, the mental wow. digestion of the mind. My friend told me,
3: <laughs> sorry, this is a really coarse episode. That's all right. But my friend told me that there's a French term for doing a poo where you don't have, to, there's no, there's no issue on the tissue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called a royale. <laughs>
2: Why is it called a royale?
3: But then there's a perfect as well. And a perfect is when you know you've done a royale, but you don't need to check.
2: Yeah, but you would never know. That's like a if a, tree, if a tree falls in a wood. Exactly. So you're saying you've done a few royales, both physically and mentally. <laughs> um, I think more mental royales. I don't think I would dare with a perfect. No, for God's sake, man. No, <laughs> no way. It's more of a kind of
3: conceptual thing. Yeah, I mean, also, yeah, like you know, you know, if you test it, it's like um, that quantum physics thing: observing it changes it, doesn't it? Right. As soon as you check for a perfect, then it's no longer a perfect. It's well, it's a classic royale. Yeah, it's a classic royale. Yeah.
2: So yeah, a bit like with absolute zero, the reason we can't ever get to absolute zero is because so we are here. Mm. Like you, you will never ever get to absolute zero. Right. What do you mean? I don't get that. Well, like, scientists try to create absolute zero temperature, the coldest it can be. Yeah. But they can't, because there's always some level of input that creates the heat. Oh, I see what you mean. Even, like, friction between... Um, this is me guessing. Yeah. But even, like, friction between atoms. Like that guy who... Did you read the article about that guy who who does sculpture sort of... Um, no, he does engravings on pinheads. Oh, yeah. So he has to take medication to keep his heart rate low because he has to do them in between heartbeats. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, I mean, that's really weird. <laughs> yeah, He said he swims 10,000 metres a day, which has got to be a lie because that's 400 lengths of a swimming pool. That would take you like four hours
3: Yeah,
2: uh, to keep his heart rate low. He also has Botox in his eyes to keep his eyes rigid, open. Has anyone ever told him you know you don't need to do these pinhead <laughs> sculptures. Yeah. Well, why did why did you climb Mount Everest? Because it was there. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, why did you engrave the Queen's head on a pin at the 90th attempt? Because I like Botox <laughs> and living far away from traffic. Yeah. <laughs> the vibrations of traffic, uh, anyway. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, well, we will be with you all through Christmas... Uh, folks, and uh, whatever Christmas you're having, whether it's boozy, cannulous, cannulus or just sort of a vibe, mm. um, and just keep on listening to the Moon Underwater because it's such such good content. Well, I mean, yeah, we've covered so much ground today, really, haven't we? Yeah, we really have. Yeah. Uh, so do take care, folks, and uh, we'll be back with you next week. Bye-bye.
3: Bye, bye. Bye.
1: Yeah.